Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom Podcasting Network. In this episode, Northwest Boardroom President and Five Things author Gower D. Talley discusses goals and the biggest lie ever told. My name is Gower Talley. Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom. Allow me to share with you what I believe to be the biggest lie ever told. The biggest lie ever told has been told for hundreds of years. Our parents told us this lie, we tell it to our children. The lie is taught in our schools, and when it is not taught in our schools, we demand that they start telling it. We believe it even if it routinely proves to be not true. We demand that others try to make the lie true for us. When it is shown to be demonstrably untrue, we decry this as a great evil that has been visited upon us by others. We believe the big lie, even though it has never been true and will never be true, and when we get right down to it, we don't even want it to be true. So, what is the big lie? Well, the big lie is that if you work hard, you'll be successful. The big lie is that hard work directly leads to success. The big lie is that there is a direct cause and effect relationship between working really, really hard and, and becoming successful. And folks, that is just not true. It has never been true, and frankly, there is nothing you can do to make it true. It has nothing to do with fairness. It has nothing to do with the makeup of our government. It has nothing to do with others taking advantage of us. It is simply not how the world works. Saying that working really hard leads to success is much like saying that driving really fast leads to a wonderful destination. Suppose you go gas up your car, just step on the accelerator, and go as fast and hard as you can. Are you going to end up in Disneyland? Vegas? Maybe, I don't know, Branson, Missouri? Hmm? Probably not. More often than not, when you put gas in your car and just step on the accelerator, you're going to smash into the side of the car wash next to the gas station. Maybe you'll just run out of gas on a deserted road in Montana. Because driving, much like work, in and of itself achieves nothing. The actual key to going someplace wonderful is to first sit down with your family and decide where you want to go. Second, get a map and create a plan to get there. And then third, and finally, drive there. Driving only has value when it is used to execute a plan to go to a destination. Absent the destination and absent the plan, driving just consumes time and gas. And folks, the same is true of the efforts you and I exert every day. Absent a clear goal and absent a clearly defined plan to achieve that goal, hard work does absolutely nothing but make you tired and sweaty. Now, don't misunderstand me. I am not saying that work isn't necessary to achieve your goals. <laughs> you didn't think you were getting off that easy, did you? Achieving your goals almost always requires hard work. I am saying, however, that most work is pointless and fruitless. Most work effort is not exerted in the pursuit of specific and defined goals along a carefully crafted path. 
Most work effort is in pursuit of the big lie. Most people work really hard because work is supposed to produce results. A carpenter working with a blueprint, working to build a beautiful home for which there is a local market, can produce wonderful and financially productive results through his work. The same carpenter can work every bit as hard, nailing boards together indiscriminately at the local junkyard, and produce nothing of value at all, and he'll probably get thrown out of the junkyard for his trouble. Achievement comes not from the work. Work, like driving, is only a tool to move along a plan toward a goal. The achievement comes from the goal itself. The most successful people in the world are not the hardest workers. A quick trip to a coal mine or a roofing crew will clearly illustrate that. The most successful people in the history of the world are those with the clearest and most specific goals. So, where did the big lie come from? Why do we believe that hard work causes success? Well, the big lie largely comes from the fact that we want to believe it. Work is easy, and finding an opportunity to work is easier still. There is always something to do. We can always keep ourselves busy. Burning calories and expending brain cells, and then going home to rest and to tell ourselves the lie that we achieved something today, seems to be part of the human condition. Now, on the other hand, deciding on a meaningful and specific in-state objective, choosing what you want to achieve, <laughs> that, my friends, is hard. Setting goals is profoundly difficult, is rarely done, and it's extremely rarely done well. Most failure is by default. The reason most people fail to achieve their goals is that they never really decide what those goals are. Most people work really hard, hoping that some vaguely defined goodness results from their efforts. It almost never does, and they really don't have any idea why. It's almost like walking up to the most advanced computer in the world and telling that computer to do something. The computer looks at you with a vacant stare as if to say, do what? Well, I don't know, you might respond. Do something good. Be productive. Make me happy. The computer might respond, look, I can open a spreadsheet or maybe show you a movie. We could type a document, edit a photo, play a game, create a web page, do a statistical assessment, research a project, or do some data entry. But to do anything, I need to know what, specifically what, you want me to do. This is essentially the question that your family, your employees, your business, and even your life in general asks you every single day. What do you want me to do? The degree to which you can answer that question, and the specificity with which you can answer that question, is perhaps the single most important factor in determining how successful you will be. The first and most important step in getting what you want is specifically deciding what you want. To achieve your life's goals, you must first decide what they are.
Several leadership and sales notables, whose names I won't use here because I don't have their permission, were asked an interesting question. They were asked to describe the single most common denominator among the very best senior leaders they had ever encountered. Amazingly, these very different people all gave only slight variations of the exactly same answer. Their answer wasn't work ethic, some specific technique, a specific education level, or leadership style. This one common denominator was a simple and tangible thing. The most common characteristic of the very best senior leaders seems to be that they all have a clear and specific set of goals in writing where they can be referenced and evaluated. Now, I thought this was interesting. The single most common difference between leaders who were good and the best of the very best was the creation and possession of a simple list of personal, professional, and business goals. Perhaps one sheet of paper, double-spaced, no more than that. Now, why do you think this is? Why do goals make more difference than anything else? Well, goals describe what is important. They represent the most important priorities of the person setting the goals. Because the process of setting goals normally involves significant thought and focus, goals almost always represent things of significant and specific value. Goals become the basis for prioritization. Goals become the line in the sand between that which merits action, attention, and resources, and that which may be postponed, delegated, or ignored. Now, in the absence of goals, other far less meaningful criteria will make these decisions for us. In the absence of goals, in the absence of a clear definition of what is important, everything becomes identically important. Now, in the absence of goals, everything also becomes simultaneously important. Now, when everything is identically and simultaneously important, then in reality, nothing at all is important. It is impossible to prioritize, people become overwhelmed, and little of importance is ever really actually achieved. People in organizations without clear goals have a tendency to confuse urgency for importance. The thing with the deadline of tomorrow becomes the most important thing in the world, even if that thing is petty or irrelevant. People in organizations without clear goals tend to confuse proximity for importance. The most recent thing to hit their desk is the most important thing in the world until the next new thing hits their desk five minutes from now. In the absence of clearly defined goals, in the absence of the proactive decision to measure that which is most important, people tend to give artificial importance to that which is most easily measurable. People in organizations without clear goals have a tendency toward trivia, minutia, and bean counting. Goalless people in organizations tend to search for arbitrary and irrelevant things to count and measure. These people in organizations can become extremely busy while, again, achieving very little of actual real importance. Organizations without clear goals 
have a tendency to flatten. A large number of people seek moment-to-moment decisions from a very small group of leaders who tend to make them on a whim and often inconsistently because there's too many subjective decisions to respond to and there's no foundational standards to apply to those decisions. People tend to work alone on small, short-term, busy work projects. There's a lot of activity and things start over frequently. The focus becomes more on activity, on looking busy, than on clear, measurable achievement. However, in an organization with clear, specific, measurable, and well-communicated goals, the goals themselves become the boss. Achievement becomes the focus, rather than following the moment-to-moment whims of some other person or group of people. Interlocking efforts and cooperation becomes natural and almost automatic because everybody clearly knows what the end state should be. People lead themselves and each other toward a mutually understood set of clear and important objectives. Clear goals are an absolute requirement of meaningful teamwork. In an organization with clear goals, People tend to measure a smaller number of things, each with genuine importance. Beans seem to count themselves, and people and their leaders tend to measure actual achievement. In an organization with clear goals, proximity and urgency are given their proper role. Minor issues of other people's creation do not distract people from focusing on important achievement. That which is most important remains most important, even while putting out minor but urgent fires. And perhaps most importantly, organizations that have decided exactly what they want are far more likely to get it than are organizations that just throw unfocused efforts at the wall and hope for general but undefined good results. So to summarize, the most important difference between people and organizations who get what they want and those who do not is that people who get what they want decide what they want before they try to get it. So the question of the day is, when will you decide exactly what it is that you want? Because if and when you do, you can have it. My name is Gower Talley with the Northwest Boardroom. Until next time. For more information on the Northwest Boardroom, please visit www.thenorthwestboardroom.com.